Hello and welcome to the Inspired for Life podcast series, brought to you by Community Life Center in Warsaw, Indiana. Today's podcast will feature part two of Dr. Dan Cox's Becoming a People Person, a lesson on how to make those relationships around you matter. Stay tuned, you won't want to miss it. Inspired for Life is a ministry of Community Life Center here in Warsaw, Indiana. Make sure you check us out on the World Wide Web at www.communitylivectr.com. If you have any questions or comments you'd like us to address on our next podcast, send us an email, podcast at communitylifectr.com. Welcome to Inspired for Life podcast. Welcome to part two of what draws me to people. Or you can put yourself in that place and ask that same question. What draws me to people? Understanding the qualities you enjoy in others. Part two. You want others to appreciate you? William James said, The deepest principle of human nature is the craving to be appreciated. Have you heard the story about the young politician's first campaign speech? He was very eager to make an impression on his audience. But when he arrived at the auditorium, he found only one man sitting there. He waited, hoping for more people that would perhaps show up. But none did. Finally, he said to the one man in the audience, Look, I'm just a young politician starting out. Do you think I ought to deliver this speech or dismiss this meeting? The man thought for a moment and replied, Sir, I'm just a cow hand. All I know is cows. Of course, I do know that if I took a load of hay down to the pasture and only one cow came up, I'd feed it. So here's the principle. We cannot underestimate the value of a single person. With the advice from the cow hand, the politician began his speech and talked on and on for two hours as the cow hand said expressions. Finally, he stopped and asked the cowhand if the speech was all right. The man said, Sir, I'm just a cowhand, and all I know is cows. Of course, I do know that if I took a load of hay down to the pasture and only one cow came, I surely wouldn't dump the whole load on him. <laughs> the principle is this. Don't take advantage of people. J.C. Stiller after analyzing many surveys, found that the principal cause of unrest among workers were the following, listed in order of their importance. Number one, failure to give credit for suggestions. Number two, failure to correct grievances. Three, failure to encourage. Four, criticizing employees in front of other people. And five, failure to ask employees their opinions. Six, failure to inform employees of their progress. And seven, favoritism. Notice that every single item has to do with the failure to recognize the importance of the employee. We're talking about people needing appreciation. I try to apply this principle every time I meet a person within the first 30 seconds of conversation. 
I try to say something that shows I appreciate and affirm that person. It sets the tone of the rest of our time together. Even a quick affirmation will give people a sense of value. Treat others as you want them to treat you. Treat them as if they are important. They will respond accordingly the way that you perceive them. Most of us think wonderful things about people, but they never know it. Too many of us tend to be tight-fisted with our praise. It's of no value if all you do is think it. It becomes valuable when you impart it, when you speak it. Almost all emotional problems and stress come from uh, unresolved conflicts, failures to have developed right relationships with people. Because of this, many people have a deep desire for total forgiveness. A forgiving spirit is the one basic necessary ingredient for a solid relationship. Forgiveness frees us from guilt and allows us to interact positively with other people. Ernest Hemingway, in his short story, The Capital of the World, he tells a story about a father and his teenage son who lived in Spain. Their relationship became strained, eventually shattered, and the son ran away from home. The father began a long journey in search of the lost and rebellious son, and finally putting an ad in the Madrid newspaper as a last result. His son's name was Peco a very common name in Spain. The ad simply read, Dear Peco, meet me in front of the Madrid newspaper office tomorrow at noon. All is forgiven. I love you. As Hemingway writes the next day, at the noon in front of the newspaper, this dad, so hopingly to find his son, found when he arrived in front of the newspaper at the set time, there were 800 Pacos, all seeking forgiveness. There are countless Pacos in the world who want more than anything else to be forgiven. The two great marks of a Christian are that they are forgiving and forgiving. Show me a person who walks with God, and I'll show you a person who is a person of a giving heart and is forgiving of others. The unfortunate truth is that many of us, instead of offering total forgiveness, pay something like this Irish prayer. Let me share it with you. It goes like this. May those who love us love us, and those who don't love us. May God turn their hearts, and if he doesn't turn their hearts, may he turn their ankles, so we'll know them by their limping. That is an old Irish prayer. You see, people who find it difficult to forgive don't see themselves realistically. They are either terribly arrogant or tremendously insecure. Though hanging on to a grudge gives some people a feeling of satisfaction, the truth is people who do not forgive are hurting themselves much more than they're hurting others. A person who possesses this characteristic and keeps score in relationship is a person who is emotionally and sometimes physically under stress. We just aren't wired to carry all the stress that goes with carrying grudges. Too often people wait too long to forgive other people. Forgiveness should be given quickly 
and as a total possibility of seeing lives change. Do it now. Do it now. Over many years in ministry, there have been hundreds of times when I've experienced strained relationships. I've had people swear at me, tell me where to go, how to get there, and offer their assistance. But I have never knowingly let them walk out of the door without telling them I love them. I don't hold any grudges or carry any resentment against anyone. I cannot stress this enough. If you don't have peace, it isn't because someone took it from you. You gave it away. You cannot always control what happens to you, but you can control what happens in you. As people gain more authority, they often develop a lack of patience in listening to others under them. A deep ear is the first indication of a closed mind. The higher people go in management and the more authority they wield, the less they are forced to listen to others. Yet their need to listen is greater than ever. The farther they get from the firing line, the more they have to depend on others for correct information. If they haven't formed a habit of listening carefully and intelligently, they aren't going to get the facts they need. And people will resent their decisions. How do you feel when you are misunderstood? What kinds of feelings well up inside of you? Loneliness, frustration, disappointment, resentment, these are common feelings when we have been misunderstood. Peter Ducker, often called the father of American management, claims that 60% of all management problems are a result of faulty communications. A leading marriage counselor says that at least half of all divorces result from faulty communications between spouses. And criminologists tell us that Upwards of 90% of all criminals have difficulty communicating with other people. Communications is fundamental to understanding, understanding the very needs of people's lives. So we have to come to that point in our lives to understand, understanding the qualities you enjoy in others. So we ask this question again today. What draws me to people? Because it's so important that we're able to have good communications, respect for one another, and keep the best ideals, focus in others' lives as well as our own. We need people in our lives. We need happiness. And you can be the catalyst of someone else's happiness and someone else's forgiveness. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast for Inspired for Life. Thanks again for joining us on the Inspired for Life podcast series from Community Life Center. We look forward to connecting with you and your family real soon. You can always join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Also look us up online at www.communitylifectr.com.